Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Appetizing Conversations podcast. I'm your host and creator, Tashi Brown. Today's show is called Black Women in Real Estate Investing, Building Wealth Block by Block. When it comes to keeping up on the latest fashion trends, hairstyles, or luxury beauty items, there is no doubt black women reign supreme in these categories and spend more dollars consuming these products than our counterparts. However, if we want to build wealth and create a legacy for the next generation, there must be a conscious commitment for us to stop living for the moment, but invest for our future. To give insight on this topic, we are joined by Ms. Brianna Berry, owner of B. Berry LLC. Brianna is a millennial real estate investor, educator, and motivator. Her focus is to invest in real estate and provide inspiration to the world on creating passive income. Brianna, welcome to the Appetizing Conversations podcast. Thank you, and thank you for having me today. So before we talk, we must get into what we're eating today. On our plates, we have creamy Parmesan grits and tomato butter sauce topped with the most juiciest shrimp I've ever tasted. If you don't know yet, what I just described is the delectable shrimp and grits from Puddin. Puddin is black woman owned by Chef Toyin Ali and has been serving up the DMV for over nine years. Puddin can be found at Union Market and Eastern Market in Washington, D.C. And if you follow them on social media, they have a few pop-up food trucks in the local area. So be warned, we're about to go into some good food and even better conversation. So Brianna, tell us all about Beeberry LLC. So Beeberry LLC, um, it's kind of short for my name, Brianna Berry. And I started this in July 1st of 2019. And I designed Beeberry LLC as a real estate investing company. I wanted to, uh, of course, invest in real estate. And I also wanted to educate individuals around the world, especially millennials, um, to let them know that you can go out and you can buy, purchase, purchase your own um, property. Like it's, it's not, a, hasn't, wasn't really a norm, um, but just to educate individuals because a lot of people don't know the ins and outs and they think that these things aren't attainable. So I wanted to go out and teach individuals that it is attainable. Um, there are steps that you can take in order to get investment properties and in order and to create financial freedom for yourself. So I, I even myself was like running a rat race. You're going to a nine to five just to pay your bills and you don't really have much left over. So it's like you're tied to this job and you you know, you you put restraints on yourself. So investing in real estate gives you more freedom, more time, um, more time to, to live, to, live, to have more ideas. Yeah. You know, things come to you when you have extra free time. Mm-hmm. So And extra money. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the plus side of it. You definitely, it's definitely lucrative. Yes. So you mentioned in your bio that you're a millennial real estate investor and just absolutely by looking at you, one wouldn't think that this young lady is investing in real estate, has multiple mm-hmm. properties. So tell us, how old were you when you first purchased your property? Yes, I first I purchased my first property at 25. Um, and I get asked all the time, how old are you? Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're doing this. Um, 
and I definitely get carded all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty used to it now. It used to bother me when that first start, when it first started happening. I'm like, what? What do they mean? But I get it. It's not a norm. So, and, but I want to try to make it a norm. So that's why I developed mm-hmm. Be Berry LLC. Yeah, and I think you serve as an inspiration, especially for a lot of young girls. And, um, you know, whether in high school, graduating, or in college, it's possible. It's possible, yes, definitely. And I get a lot of people that reach out to tell me that I was an inspiration to them, that they're now, you know, doing their research and starting the steps that they need to take in order to become financially free. So I'm happy to be an inspiration, and that's my goal is to motivate other individuals to go down the same path. To create this freedom wonderful so what made okay so you brought that first property but what made you want to keep buying more so once I got so getting my first property there were a lot it was a lot involved um, but just after finally finishing going through the process and I officially had my first home in my name solely my name um, and I seen how lucrative it was, I started, so I purchased my home, went through the long process, and I, I knew I was interested in real estate, but I didn't really know, like, what? Like, what do I do mm-hmm. next? Um, so I started attending some conferences. I started getting on YouTube and just watching videos, and I seen how lucrative this was. Um, so just once you keep learning, you keep learning, you eventually will feel comfortable to go out and make these investments. So I think that's kind of what, that's what opened my eyes to want to get more. Um, I got a mentor and he ended up pushing me to, you know, get out the door and just do more, go get some more properties, make some sacrifices mm-hmm. um, in order to get where you need to be. So that's kind of what made me push. I just, I don't know, a light bulb just went off one day and I was like, yeah, I need to do this. Just taking that first <clears throat> step alone. Yes, take the first step. Mm-hmm. And that first step is the hardest step. Once you yes. take that first step, it's fine. They're going to guide you to where you need to go after you take the first step, but you have to take the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And that's great that you have a mentor too. Um, yes. In your opinion, why is it important for black women to invest in real estate? Um, it's very important for black women to invest, not only black women, but I would just say the black community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, these opportunities weren't offered to us. The knowledge, they were keeping the knowledge from us. They were keeping the opportunities from us. There were banks that would not approve loans for black women, for black men. Um, and it's just because they didn't know all of the ins and outs or, you know, the times have changed now. So with those opportunities weren't available, they are now. And since they are now and they weren't back then, a lot of people don't know how to go about it, what they need to do, how to improve their credit to get approved for these loans. So now that they are available, I think we should definitely take advantage of it because that's how a lot of people were able to move ahead or, you know, obtain a lot of wealth. And we as black women weren't able to. It was, you know, I don't know, it was a a difference. So now that it's available, we can, women are just as powerful as men. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a cheerleader for that. <laughs> but even with varied financial situations, many still, you know, rent and they think it's more cost effective than owning. Tell yes. us what your take is on owning the block because I know that's your motto. Yeah. So I do, I still get some pushback sometimes from some individuals saying that they still prefer to rent due to the convenience, I would say. Um, Something goes wrong in their house, they can just pick up the phone and call somebody and they'll come fix it right away. They don't have to go out and actually 
use their money to make these improvements or things theirself. But always say, look, there's other options. That's what you pay for insurance for. You have insurance mm-hmm. for things that go wrong. All you have to do then, once you own a home, is pick up the phone, call your insurance company. Hey, my refrigerator broke or something's leaking. They'll come out and service you. You pay your deductible, maybe a small fee, um, and they come out and fix it. And so not only that, because I know I recently called you for a plumber. Yes. So it's just building up your network of resources. Build up people. your network of resources. And not only just that, owning is much more lucrative. So mm-hmm. always talk about equity. Once you own a home, your home gains equity, um, which is free money. You can pull equity out of your house. So let's say you purchase a house for 200000 After two years, the homes in the neighborhood may be going for four hundred thousand. So your house has gained an extra two hundred. So that two hundred that you originally purchased your house for, subtract that from the four hundred that the homes are going for now, and you have two hundred thousand dollars. That's free money. You can go to the bank, refinance your home, and pull that two hundred thousand out. That's free money. You can go shopping. But that's not my motto. I would tell you to pull that money out and reinvest it to make more money. So it's definitely lucrative and more, I, I think it's better to own than to rent. Absolutely. Yeah. And because if you think about it, if think about it long and hard, what you're doing is putting your money into someone else's mortgage. Yes. They're profiting. You may not look at it that way, um, but they're profiting off they your dollar. They are definitely dollar. profiting. So that's what I do now. I profit off of individuals that would like to rent. Some yeah. people... Some people move around often, so they don't want to get tied up. So I do understand renting mm-hmm. to a certain extent. If you know you move around a lot, or sometimes rent, renting is maybe your best option. But even if you do rent, I would still say you should have something that you own, even though you are renting. You should always own something. Absolutely. But even with owning and buying multiple properties, some people would think that you need a real estate license to get started with investing. Can you tell us what special skills or even certifications are required to invest in real estate? So you do not need a real estate license to invest in real estate. Um, a lot of people do think that, but all realtors, I I work with a realtor when I'm ready to purchase my home and they just set up the contracts for you. They they are they specialize in the contracts. Um, so you want to have different people on your team that mm-hmm. special. You know they specialize in one thing. I could definitely go out and get my real estate license and also you know sell homes to individuals. But I'd rather stay on the investing side where I have my funds. Um, you know I I have my mortgage officer. I have my Realtor, I have my inspector, so I have a lot of people on my team that I work with, and I'd rather go out to those individuals that specialize in that one thing because they're good at it. Mm-hmm. I'm good at finding the areas where I want to invest in and analyzing the market, so that's my specialty. So I would say leverage, you know, use your team. You want to leverage your time as much as possible. So I, I very well could go get my real estate license and do everything myself but I like to leverage my time as well as my money. So Are that's... There, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, that was just going to say, that's why um, I stick just to being a simple real estate investor versus okay. going out to get my realtor license. But what skills do you think are needed just to even be an investor? Would you say that organization is key or... I would say um, being an investor, you need to know and understand cash flow. What mm-hmm. are liabilities? What are assets? You want to always make sure you have assets and not liabilities. Okay. Yes. Um, 
communication. I look for mentors, people who are way ahead of me. My mentor has tons of properties already, so he's well-versed, he's well-knowledged. Um, so reaching out to people who's, who is in a place that you want to be, mm-hmm. um, that helps you get a better advantage, help you avoid some obstacles that you may go through as a um, home buyer. I will tell you all some of what happened to me <clears throat> during my when I got my first property. Um, but outside of you know understanding cash flow, you want to also you know communication is definitely key. Um, understanding your tenants or your customers, I like to call them. They're mm-hmm. more so your customers. They're the ones who are paying you. So understand their needs and like say you're renting to college students. You want to make sure your property, um, you know, it, it, it's it fits a college student, such as maybe you want to put USB plugs in your walls. That's more attractive. Or okay. in the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, or in areas where there's a metro station because college students need um, accessible access to the metro or buses to get back and forth from school or um, grocery stores. I like to get my properties in areas where there are grocery stores or you know shops are coming up mm-hmm. and the people like that attracts people to that area. So definitely understand the market and I would also say patience. Real estate investing is not a get rich quick scheme. Mm-hmm. You do have to have patience um, but the money will definitely come in. Yes. Um, and it's what you had mentioned as far as little small things like the USB mm-hmm. plug-in. That is small. You can get a pack of those at Costco for about twenty to thirty dollars, yes. and that would make your home even more attractive. Yes. So just maybe taking the time and look at the particulars. Right? Yes. So in my in my kitchen, I changed out some of my plugs to add USB plugs. So it's convenient when you're in the kitchen, you're cooking. You sometimes need to charge your phone, play your music. So it's just little touches that you can do, or even painting. P- painting does a lot as well okay. to attract the um, your customers, or I guess I would say audience that you want to mm-hmm. stay in, you know, different colors attract different age groups, I would say. So it just depends on what you're trying to attract for your particular property. Now you mentioned there was a story Oh yes. your so, first property. <laughs> do you want to share? Yeah, so my <laughs> first property, um, I did a total renovation when I first purchased it. It was almost finished. I had just put my brand new hardware floors down. So the last step before I moved in was to go get an alarm company to come out mm-hmm. and set the alarm up. So they came out, they drilled a hole in the wall and they drilled a hole into the main water line. Oh my so goodness. water started gushing out of my wall. So it went from a little hole from a nail to the whole wall being cut out. I could not get the water to stop. We turned the water off in the house. The water was still gushing. Oh I called goodness. the um, ambu- um, fire department. Yeah. They came out. They could not get it to stop. So I, luckily I had buckets at my wall and just dumping the buckets. Um, luckily my contractor was there. He had someone bring some type of clamp and they bought the clamp and clamped it and the water stopped. They had to eventually cut the water off for the entire neighborhood. The neighborhood, not yes. just the building, but the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, you have to get people noticed. So I had to call yeah. my HOA. The HOA had to let everybody know that the water would be cut off. So that's when they were able to fix my pipe. Mm-hmm. So I ruined my brand new hardware floors that just heck I put down the day before. Um, so yeah, definitely a experience. So mm-hmm. it really was the 
guy who came out, he should have scanned the wall to see where the pipes were at in the wall, and he should not have drilled a hole there. So needless to say, I did not go with that alarm company. I went with another alarm company that does not, it was all wireless, so they didn't have to put any holes in my walls. They just set the alarm system up. So just just little things like that that you you don't expect. I didn't expect that to happen. I mm-hmm. thought I was going to move in my house that day. I had to wait two weeks, two or three weeks. I had to set fans up. I had to take my floors up because it could have damaged. You know, the um, the hardware was already damaged. They had to take yeah. it up, dry the floors out with fans for a few days, and then reapply. We had to go purchase new floors, and they had to put down the new floors. So it's a process, but I do not regret purchasing my home at all i've definitely benefited from purchasing my home so yes. that was a, that was that's minor so you you look at things like that i was devastated at the moment but looking back that's that was minor right mm-hmm. and it's and this is a perfect segue because as a single woman you would think all of that damage to your first property would probably deter you mm-hmm. from buying any more yeah but look at you now yeah and so my question is how can black women overcome the fear of delving into the world of real estate investing what are your um suggestions on that yeah so there's there's been times where i've wanted to quit but you always keep the end goal in mind um because once you go through those little obstacles, you look back and you're thankful because you learned from them. And it's like, that was nothing. I can, I did that. I can go on and do something mm-hmm. else. And also, a lot of people that come to me, they are like, where do I start? I'm scared. And this is a lot of money. These homes are not cheap. So there is a lot of money involved. And people are scared because it's like, what if I lose all this money? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's all about managing your risk. So you would calculate your risk. And I always tell people to read up on things. Once you understand, you'll you'll be more comfortable with putting your money, large amounts of money into these homes once you learn. And, you know, you you always have an exit strategy in case something does go wrong. You have plan A, plan B, plan C. So, yeah, once you start learning and you understand more and just keep asking questions, you'll get more comfortable and you'll be okay with putting $200,000 here or, you know, a couple thousand dollars there in order to make a bigger profit. Right. Yes. You'll definitely get the money that invested. You'll definitely get a return on it. You'll get your money back plus more. So mm-hmm. it's definitely well worth it once you go out and actually learn about the ins and outs. So it sounds like the key is do your research. Do your research, yes. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. And take that first step. Because if you're doing your research and doing all the background work ahead, then there really should be nothing holding you back except for yourself. Except for yourself. That's why I always say the the first step is just taking the first step. That's the Mm -hmm. hardest step is taking the first step. So once you do that, I think you'll be good. You'll you'll hit the ground running. So I know that you have some training under your belt for real estate. And it sounds like, you know, you have created a platform where you do want to educate other women Mm -hmm. to do similar things that you have. Tell us about some of the training that you're doing. So I work with individuals who are interested in real estate investing. Um, They come to me and ask any questions that they have. I'm always feel free to answer them or put them and, you know, give them resources that will help them on the way. The first step that I would say is to pull your credit. You need to know where you stand financially. That Their credit score depends, will determine your interest rate. And your interest rate is a big factor in how much you'll be paying every month for your mortgage. So you want to make sure you have a good interest rate first 
before you go out to any bank to even talk about getting a home because you want to have the best interest rate possible. So that's always the first thing that I tell people. But I do work with individuals on a day-to-day basis or even like an hour consultation. I have those available as well, and it's all on my website. So if anybody is interested, they can visit my website, and it is www.thebberry.com, T-H-E-B-B-E-R-R-Y. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. It sounds like some good training. And I like the individualized training too, because sometimes people are scared to ask questions in the classroom and they'll be able to, you know, get you in tune better, I guess, Mm one-on-one. And I also teach about Airbnb and the ins and outs of how to manage your Airbnb properties. Those are also lucrative. So... Okay. I may have to pull, yeah. pull you aside after this <laughs> to talk about that. Most certainly. I love talking about this. So it's, it's an interest to me. So I'm really passionate about it. So I love talking to people about it and helping them get to where they get meet their financial goals, I would say. Yes, ma'am. So not only real estate, but I'm curious about, I mean, as a millennial, we I know you got a lot of tricks in the bag. You got all these options going on. So tell us about your other accomplishments and ventures. So... Most recently, I purchased a multifamily home in Baltimore, um, and it, con- it there's three residential units and one commercial unit. So the one commercial unit, I'm actually turning into a hair salon. So it's called the Beauty Bar. Wow. Yes, there's okay. a storefront um, location, Baltimore, Maryland. It's in a historical neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of traffic. It's right down the street from John Hopkins University. So it's in a really good Very location. Um, so that is my most recent venture is into this beauty industry now. So we'll see how this goes. Check, feel free to check me out. Well, I also want to plug, Brianna was so um, delightful to bring me one of her Deeds t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I think you've all seen it on my Appetizing Conversations Instagram page. But tell us about these Deeds t-shirts you have. So my these t-shirts, they say Gucci, Chanel, Fendi, and then they're all, the designer names are all crossed out, and they say deeds at the end. Um, and it's just to promote land over buying designer items. Um, you want to secure some assets that will give you a return on your money before you go out and purchase designer items that will ben- will not benefit you in the future. Like th- That's just stuff that you have, and they right. don't bring you any income. So... I know there's a lot of, in my age group, there's a lot of individuals who go to the club and they're buying bottles. They're spending mm-hmm. $1,300 every weekend or more. Um, and then you go home to somebody else's home. Right. And you don't have anything to show for it the mm-hmm. next day. That money's just gone and the the liquor is gone. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if you, um, but, so I'm not against my labels at all. I do purchase labels myself but I have some assets that are paying for these labels I'm not just spending my hard-earned money on these designer labels I'm getting this free money that's coming in from my rental properties and I'm going out and using that money to purchase it I'm not using you know my I guess I did work for this money too but you know it's but it's your passive money. It's your passive that money. That you're spending on. Yes. And we all deserve to treat ourselves, but we're not going broke and definitely. doing that. Exactly. Yes. You and know. it will definitely help you. To, it will definitely get you to go broke if you keep, you know, just to look at, just to look a certain way or have this mm-hmm. image. And that money depreciates after a while, like those 
you know, the fancy cars yes. and all these labels and all of that goes out of style. Yes. But real estate never. Yes, cars are definitely a liability. It's not mm-hmm. an asset. So you definitely want to secure some assets. A lot of people look at cars as if they are assets and they're not. Yeah. They definitely depreciate in value. So anything that depreciates in value or is not going to bring you some income. So a car could possibly be a asset if you're putting your car in turbo. People use turbo to rent their cars now. So mm. you can turn your car into a asset, but just going out and purchasing a car is not really. You're paying a more, you know, you're paying your um, monthly payments on it, so it's yeah. not a li- it's a liability. Okay. Well, you know, I'm not sure if black women are ready yet to give up all their dopeness for real estate investing. <laughs> and, but because you always look so fly, do you have any tips on maintaining style while building wealth? So I will say that I am a shopaholic. <laughs> but <laughs> after talking to my um, mentor, you know, he kind of coached me and, you know, into making these temporary sacrifices. So when I was purchasing, I mean, interested in purchasing another property, I didn't go, I didn't surf the net. I would not go to any malls. Mm. It was hard, but I had to realize that it's just temporary until I get what I wanted, and it didn't take long. Mm -hmm. Um, So just saving as much as you can, cutting down on some of unnecessary expenses, um, taking my lunch to work, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. Um, Just anywhere you can save a dollar, even saving 5 or $10 makes a difference. So you think of it as something little, but it adds up. That little bit adds up in the long run. No, that's great advice. Yes. You've accomplished so much thus far. I'm excited to know where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? In the next 10 years, I plan on being on the beach managing yes. my rental properties. Like me. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I really don't know where life will take me, but mm-hmm. I'm just rolling with the flow right now. Um, eventually, my properties will oversee what I'm making in my current nine to five. So eventually I do want to venture off and do this full time. I'm doing it on the side right now. Okay. But I do see myself taking this on as a full time thing and I'd love to travel as well. So I may be traveling around the world and teaching real estate investing while living the life that I want. Absolutely. (laughs) Maybe you'll buy some properties all around the world and not just in the DMV. Definitely. So I just got back from Jamaica on Friday. Mm -hmm. So while I was in Jamaica, of course, you know, I had to talk about real estate. So I started talking to some people and properties in Jamaica are so cheap. You can get brand new construction um, with a garage and everything for under $200,000. So just to put things into perspective and break it down for you. So uh, if you have a good interest, good credit score, your interest rate will be low. A mortgage on a $200,000 home is about $1,200. The Airbnb properties out there are going for about $250 to $300 a night Mm. because they look at it as the resort prices. You can charge resort prices for these, for the Airbnb. Okay. So let's say $300 times 30. 30 days in a month. That's $9,000. Your mortgage is $1,200. I mean, you do have to, you know, um, account for some days you may not be booked, but that's going to be very few. You make it's ways to make your Airbnb attractive to where you will stay booked. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have to take into account like cleaning fees. You want to make sure you have a cleaning company that comes out and that's minimum as well. But just to put that into perspective, you are making a lot of money in one month 
just by owning some property out the country that's cheap. The property is cheap, but when individuals come there, they're expecting to pay um, resort prices. So you make out really well. You can also set up for like excursions for these individuals. You can set up for a masseuse to come to that Airbnb property. They can get massages in there. You know, it's lucrative. Yeah. So you can create contracts mm-hmm. with the people on the island. So not only are you investing in yourself, but you're investing in that community. Yes. So and that also helps the community because when you build up and you make things nice, mm-hmm. it also increases the value of the properties around you. So that's definitely another tidbit. And I teach this in my my course. So I'm giving you all, I'm dropping some free gems right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm all about earning some money with yes. these gems. So I want to know, I know you gave us your, give us all your social media handles as well as your website again so we can tap in. Okay. So my Instagram is thebberry underscore T-H-E-B-B-E-R-R-Y underscore. That's on Instagram. Um, my website again is www.thebeberry.com. I can also be reached by email at hello at thebeberry.com. And on Facebook, it's b.berryllc. So I'm available on all these platforms, so feel free to reach out. I can also be reached by phone, which is located in my bio on Instagram, Facebook, and it's also on my website. So check me out if you're interested in real estate investing. I also um, work with individuals who are want, want to invest, but they don't want to put it, they don't want to do it themselves. So they come to me um, with a amount of money that they have, and they just say, "Hey, I want to invest." And they don't. Some people don't want to deal with the ins and outs of real estate investing, but they want to invest. So I have. That's what I also built my LLC for, is to get these properties, um, and we can go into contract, and you'll have your own rental. You'll have your own investment, but it'll be under my LLC. So that's another option for individuals. So not only do I teach, I will also help you get your investment property if you're interested in that. Wow, Brianna. You are doing some amazing things. Thank you so much for coming by today and sharing this. I've learned a lot, and I hope our listeners have learned a lot. Please look up Brianna on social media. Check her out on her website. Give her a call. She is willing and wants to teach everyone. So thank you again. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed my time here today, and the food was great. Yay. (laughs) Thank you. All right.